In my opinion, a lady will always leave the door cracked if she wants communication. A woman knows very, very clearly how to just shut the door. Hello everyone and welcome to My Love Is, a podcast brought to you by Bumble, the popular dating app where women make the first move. I'm Irene Titiwaya, your host, and this episode will be getting into the importance of falling in love with yourself first. So guys, you know every week we're about to be focused and I've asked for some help and advice from none other than Ovi Socko and Miss Banks. I feel like these two need no introductions, but I'm going to give you a small one anyway. Ovi is a professional basketball player and now author who was first introduced to us when he walked into the villa in those red shorts. Guys, you know we're never going to forget that one. (laughs) And I have my very own snack, Miss Banks, rapper and one of my favourite baddies ever. Ovi and Miss Banks, welcome to My Love Is the podcast. How are you guys? Miss Banks, please. I'm good, thank you. I'm good. I'm chilling. I'm good. I'm healthy. I'm happy. I'm cool. How are you? I like that Ovi allowed Miss Banks to go first because you know that's what even that's what that's what Bumble is all about about the ladies making the first move. So we like your style, there, Ovi. We really like your style. So 2020 lockdown. You know, some of us have been looking for love in these periods. Let me tell you, lockdown love is dangerous, you know. Lockdown love is da- <laughs> lockdown love is dangerous love, let me be real. It's one of these ones where, you know, because everyone has been in lockdown, all of these emotions, all of these tingling feelings, they're all heightened. Everyone's feeling like, oh no, I finally f- f- met the person of my dreams, whatever. But, you know, I would say it is imperative it is so necessary to make sure that you are happy within your own space and you're not just filling time. Because one, uh, you don't deserve that. And and you end up getting to a point in that relationship or whatever's going on with that person you're talking to. And then it'll just be like, all right, well, um, you know, you'll just get bored or all of a sudden you'll just switch off. But on the other hand, it's not fair to the other person. You know what I mean? No one deserves to be a time filler do you feel me because now we can't be out with our friends now because we can't be active outside and doing stuff so ah, let me just talk to so-and-so nah it's not that's not how it works you feel me the feelings don't just go away um once things get back to some form of normality so i would say just make sure you're happy and that your quiet space first before you so, go don't, so basically, don't don't look for don't look for love out of loneliness. Is basically don't look for love out of loneliness. That's, that's it. Hey, the the you, double L's. Don't take the L's. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's it. That's it. Don't don't be loving out of loneliness. That's not right. That that's a really good answer. I don't really have no tips, bro. I've been at home. Now they're doing eat out to help out with a fifty percent off, ten percent off. I've been going to a free restaurant with the girls, like. But I don't see no one. I feel like it's even harder to find love in this time, um, because you're not really out as much. And I feel like also as well, I'm a, I'm a bit more like. Not socially awkward, but I'm not as sociable as I used to be because I've been at home for so Mm. long and not going to events. I'm used to, like, networking and meeting people. It's all kind of brand new. Like, I remember I went to a listening party the other day and it just felt so weird for me. Like, I found it hard, like, to just, yeah, just 
to communicate with everyone how I usually do. I feel like you just got to chill. That's it, because I feel like we're in a space now where obviously everything's moving digital. So, you know, we are communicating more through socials, through apps. And it's almost as if like we're, if we're going to be in lockdown, we can't really be, we're not going out and turning up and going to parties or meeting people in natural environments where we were before. So it's almost as if like, online is kind of the way that things are shifting obviously you both of you guys are kind of in the public eye are there sometimes maybe some reservations about some people's authenticity when it comes to dating or maybe what are some of the red flags that maybe stand out to you guys when you're looking for love i've just i've always been someone who's just kept my eyes wide open do you know what i mean i look for i look for different signs that as that are not necessarily what someone says you know the first thing that will come out of someone's mouth is nothing but sweet words but, you know, actions and, you know, habits, you can't hide habits. Habits will come out eventually. Do you feel me? So um, I would say I'm just, I'm mindful. I definitely am mindful, especially because of my background um, in in my profession. It's just something that you're always, you have to be switched on because mm. the reality uh, from my perspective is, you know, there are going to be some bad women that would be after you for the wrong reasons. You know, in, in your position, Miss Banks, you could say the same thing. You know, there will be fellas that come after you with the wrong intentions. Do you know what I mean? So Yeah, same. I feel the same. I feel like one thing I really hate is when a guy approaches me and then he tries to act like he doesn't know who I am, but he knows who I am. That really bothers me, like, because even if you do know who I am, I'm not going to take it like you're just a fan. Like, just be honest mm. and be open and... I might be cool, you know what I mean? But it does make me a bit standoffish because I just don't know. And it's like, yeah, I don't have time to waste. Someone making me look a certain type of way, I don't have time. Mm. So, yeah, I'm very, very, very mindful. Um, but I feel like the best way is just to be honest. Like, you don't have to act like you don't know me. Just be real. So we've got your t- you've got honesty. Ovi, you say just actions speak louder than words. So I need to see what you're coming, if you're saying the coming with the same energy as what you're saying. So I love those tips. It's a vibe. Something that I want to ask both of you, yeah? Bax, I'm going to start with you. If there was someone that you saw that you were into, how would you make the first move? If I saw them where? Let's give me a scenario so I can try to imagine it in my head. I got a scenario. So you're in Novikov. My favourite spot. (laughs) Your favourite spot, yeah? After Anish. (laughs) After Anish, yeah? So you're in the restaurant. You see see a babes from the corner. Maybe he might send you a drink or two. Cool. You're thinking, okay, I'm feeling him, you know, but he's not really coming up to approach you. So you're thinking, all right, maybe I should make the first move. How would you go about that? What would you say? So he sent me a drink, yeah. So I'll, I'll go over to his table and I'll just be like, oh, oh thank you for the drink. Da-da. What did he get me though? Oh, how do you know? How do you know I like a strawberry Mai Tai? Oh, that's my favourite. Yeah, period. <laughs> so conversation builder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... I don't know where I'll go from that. I'm not good with this stuff. <laughs> I don't approach guys, no. But yeah, I'll just say thank you and hopefully that would charm enough to just ask me some questions and we can move on from there. But we want to empower women because I feel like a lot of us block our own blessings. I we hear block you. our own blessings because because we see a guy and we think, oh, I'm not going to talk to him. I'm going to wait for him to talk to me. And, you know, sometimes we take that stance of we're not giving the energy that we're available because we're just waiting for him to approach us. And in, in his eyes, he's seen it as, okay, maybe she's just not that like, into me. So I don't want to go up to her and she's not really feeling it. So one thing that I learned maybe is to give the eye, but also don't block your blessing. If you see a guy that you like, take the chance. Oh, 
so that you're not blocking your home blessing. Ovi, I want to ask from a guy's point of view, yeah, because I hear this quite a lot sometimes in, in various WhatsApp conversations. Do guys feel intimidated if girls make the first move? I don't think it's intimidating. I think there's a way to do everything. Everything mm, has Show to, us the every, way. We want to see well, well. Show us the way. No, there, there, don't come, there, there's, and, there's don't come way. and give surface me, level let one. Me, no, Show okay, let me way. tell you. Let me t- <laughs> <laughs> I read your sick. <laughs> Listen, listen, listen. So, in my opinion, um, a lady will always leave the door cracked if she if she wants you to um, if she wants communication. A woman knows very very clearly how to just shut the door. You know what I'm saying? If she wants no nothing to do with you, she won't send you any signal. She won't. You know what I'm saying? She won't do the small talk thing. She ain't got time for it. Do you feel me? Mm. So I think if. In my eyes, if if there's that initial small talk, especially if a lady's starting that small talk and it's very friendly, in my eyes, like, you can see where the conversation goes and very soon you'll be able to know by how the conversation is going, whether mm. she's interested. You know what I'm saying? Because she won't have left left the opportunity. Do you know what I mean? So that's what I think, anyway. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's just my own take. I think that's how girls, I think that's how girls are. It's a subtle flirt. You think me? Go on, go on. I feel like girls are subtle, like, even if they want to try, they'll be like, it's not going to be too upfront. That's why I don't want to advise no before I make them go and do something crazy, because I'm not even, <laughs> I don't even try at all. I'll just be like, are you single at the gate? Are you single? That's it, you know? But I do feel like you need to ask those questions, though, because yeah, 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 yeah. sometimes you yeah. see a guy, you're, he's feeling, you're feeling him, you're, but then it's like you jump from A to Z, and you actually, you've never actually said to him, are you available or are you single? So... Are you seeing someone? What is the nature of that relationship? You know, I think you have to be crystal clear in 2020. There definitely has yeah, to be clarity. Let me be real. There has to be clarity. So over you, are you, you wouldn't be intimidated if a girl made the first move? No, I'm very observant. So it'll mm. be numerous things that I'll be looking out for. I'll look at how, what our friends are like. You know what I'm saying? If she's in a situation when she's out of her friends, <laughs> I'll, look, I'll look at, I'll look at what, how the group's moving. Do you know what I'm saying? Because in my mind, it's like if I'm if I'm hanging around. No, 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 no. Real talk. Musketeers, if, all for one and one for all. Is that what you're no, saying? No, no, no. <laughs> but hey, if if <laughs> if all my guys are ballers, I can't be a prop boy. What are you talking about? Like it's it's not. It don't make sense. You birds of the same feather flock together. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's 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 not to say that everyone will be the exact same. No, but you're now looking at the group who's going to be influencing some of her decisions. When stuff goes wrong in, in whatever you lot have going on, she's going to them to talk about it. So now you're looking also at what her, somewhat a part of her support system looks like. You know what I'm saying? That's part of her network. If you're looking at a guy and he's out and the guys are doing madness, standing on tables, doing champagne, on the, is that, the, uh, is that the, the group of friends that you want him going to for advice? When, when, you know what I'm saying, you guys are on the rocks. Wow. Let's, hey, let's be real now. Say it louder for the people at the back. Say it louder for the people. You need to, you need to, you need to see the circle. The people of friends that they are, that they are moving around with. No, no, no. Hey, it, 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 it's very true. It's very true. Because that's where, you know what I'm saying, a lot of the times we talk to our friends about, you know, whatever's going on in our relationships. Oh, man, missus is moving mad. She done this, that, and the other. Now you need to know who they're going to for advice. Is that a sound mind that they're trying to bounce information off both sides you need your lady to be able to go to sound advice you know what i'm saying when when things aren't going well because they'll help her see a different perspective her friends will say okay yeah you're right but maybe 
you, you, you need to look at it from this perspective. He might have a point here. And her brethren could save your, your bloody relationship. Let me be real. And likewise with his friends. Me, I, I, I'm very observant. Me, I don't just... Hey, I'm not out here with one eye uh, closed. Two eyes open, so... Mm, All times. Double vision. Double, double. Double, double. <laughs> double, double. So, 2020, I would say, has been like the master reset. And a lot of us have kind of realised the importance of looking after ourselves, checking in on others even checking in within ourselves how has 2020 obviously lockdown and stuff been for you guys and how have you kind of ensured that you guys have been looking after yourselves um i feel like at first it was quite hard for me just being at home and not working not being on the roads you know like i love festival season and it was just a lot it was a lot and it actually made me do a lot of self-reflecting and I had to find loads of different ways to really just de-stress at home. Cause you know, like the little things you usually do, like go out to eat with your girls, go see the family, it was all kind of taken away from us. So I really struggled at the beginning, I'm not gonna lie. Um, and I had to find loads of different avenues to just feel good again. Um, but it definitely helped me reset and I feel like I had like a good cleanse. Love that. What about you, Ovi? Yeah, similar, similar in that, you know, it started off a bit, a bit rocky just because it was just so much uncertainty, you know, there was so much stuff that none of us had been through. Obviously, it was a completely new situation as far as the whole lockdown. Um, we didn't have anyone to go to for advice on how to, you know, go about navigating in this situation. And then on top of that, it's like we were stuck inside and then there's this overload of media. Do you know what I mean? Um, so... We're on our phones a lot anyway, as it is. But now during lockdown, it's, it's times 10. And not only mm-hmm. is it times 10, we're seeing the George Floyd stuff. We're seeing what's going on in America. We're seeing all of these, um, these issues that we know have been there, especially within the black community. We know what's been going on, but mm-hmm. now it's been pushed to our face, like repeatedly. So, um, it was really tough at the beginning but then I sort of just had to uh, take a break take a break from my phone take a break from the social media um, take a break from all of that and spend some some much needed time by myself you know reflecting putting things in perspective uh, yeah and just you know remembering all the reasons I have to be thankful so Ovi you're kind of known as Mr Positive himself and your Mm. new book is a kind of an affirmation on that on its own um it's good vibes like a positive and permanent state of mind for you and how do you always keep the good vibes up good vibes i would say it's definitely something i try to be um in that sort of mind space and that sort of energy all the time i try my hardest it's not always easy uh like we all know life life will come at you quickly sometimes um but i do believe having a positive outlook and having positive energy it's more so about your perspective do you feel me because stuff is always going to happen that you can't really plan life is going to hit you with some curveballs but it's about how you are able to see the situation and what lessons you can grab from any situation it's how you stay undefeated you feel me one thing that all three of us can relate to is that we're super tall we're so tall and we stand out from the crowd so you know 
I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about confidence because I think for me, I remember when I was young, you know, you always had to stand at the back of pictures, you know, or you're always hunching down to talk to people. So you always kind of feel a bit like, oh, I don't really fit in. And then people say to you, oh, or guys always come up to you and be like, oh, like, why are you so tall? Why are you wearing heels? Banks, I'm sure you can relate. Why are you wearing heels when you're so tall? So I think confidence plays a lot when, you know, is a big part of dating how have have you guys struggled at all or is there any advice that you could give for like when it comes to your confidence and dating especially us all being tall as well when i was younger i definitely struggled with like confidence in my height like i remember going into school in year seven and thinking oh my days i'm taller than most people in like my class and um, like, you know, people would always find things to say to you, like, you look older than you are because you're tall. Or like, there was a word, yeah, obviously, I don't know what energy you lot are from, but they used to say ringer. And ringer just means like, you look older than you are. But I, I always used to get that because I was tall, because I had quite a baby face. And mm. I feel like it was hard for me to accept mm. in the early stages. But I don't know. I really just grew into my height. I feel like even now, I'm happy that I'm tall because it's like my USP. And it's nice because we have people like Megan Thee Stallion, who's like tall, mm. she's killing it. Like there's so much mm. more girls that's popping now. Obviously there's always been popping tall girls, but like in my field, it's just nice to see. Um, but I'm just trying to figure out how my confidence grew. I think I just started really believing in my source and just knowing, look, I'm tall and it just is what it is. And like, I find it funny now, like when I go to the dance and I'm in my heels and the guy's like, oh, you're so tall. Like a lot of boys more time are jealous. And a lot mm. of short boys always try to move to me because they just think it's a challenge. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> snap. Just be acting like it's Monopoly. Like they're here yeah, to be playing like, games. They just want to climb me like, bro, this is not, I'm not like, this is not PE. You need to chill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, please. But, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. And my mum and my dad has always made me feel like, they've always let me know I'm beautiful. They've always shown me that my height is beautiful. And I don't know, like, I just feel like you find your feet as an adult, innit? When I was younger, it was a bit weirder. Like, I couldn't get the right size jeans. Mm. and But, you know, now there's things that kind of, like, accommodate us, whatever. But I think I just realised, look, this is who I am. I'm not going to change. Um... And I stand out and, and that's fine. So over time, I think as I got older, I just really grew to love myself and understand it doesn't matter what people think, to be honest. Ovi, did you have the same kind of, of issues or is it because, because you know, like, you know, typically when people say I want to find a man, it's like, I want tall, dark, handsome. You tick tall, dark, handsome. So yeah. <laughs> did you have problems when it comes to looking for love? You know what? Let me be real. You know, when I was growing up, um, when I was younger anyway, it wasn't, this hype there is now about being African. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, African just became cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? When I was young, you know, shout out to people from Caribbean, cool, but it was all about being Caribbean if you were black. Do you feel me? Like, that was the, that was the cool the thing. Everyone, everyone was listening to dancehall music and, you know, all of that stuff. So, I don't know. Like, I just, I wasn't one of the, the cool kids, per se. Do you feel me? I played basketball. Basketball isn't big in England. Nothing like that. Everyone was just like, all right, yeah, he's a bit of a, he's a bit of a weirdo. So I don't know. It was, it was a process. I moved out to the States and I think when I got out there and I just had a fresh start, I think that's probably when, you know, I just started to become more confident in being different and doing my own thing. Do you feel me? Dressing the way I dressed. I dressed very differently from a lot of my mates in the States when I was out there. So, um, I think that was just the beginning of it. And then, you know, as I got into college and, being an English guy, all of a sudden, 
you know, it, it, it was the popular thing. The oh, accent. You, you, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my mm-hmm. God, you're from England. There's black people over there. Uh, you know what I'm saying? All of that stuff. But, you know, all of a sudden now you start to get attention for being different. And now you start to see the the power and, and how dope it is to be different, to be yourself. You feel me? My, my teammates, when I was in the States, they would take the piss out of me all the time. Um, but then, you know, when I first got out there, you know, how I took it was sometimes I would probably shy away. I wouldn't talk so much. But then as time went on, I learned it's like, okay, nah, it's because they're intrigued, you know. But as men, them, as fellas, that they're not going to just come up to you and say, oh, I like the way you speak. Like, no, they'll, they'll poke fun at it. That, that's, how, that's how guys do it. Do you feel me? Um, so then I just started to, you know, I just took it as a compliment. I think something that was really important to notice of like, I think when you first came onto the screens and like graced us in your short knickers um, was, was representation. Black community is heavily underrepresented, especially when it comes to seeing black love, especially when it comes to entertainment, especially seeing us in places of real importance. And I think one thing that we kind of, what was your positive um, and what kind of what added to like drawing us towards you, Ovi, was that we saw you and we saw us, you know, we saw, mm, okay, it's mm. a, one of us is, is making mm. it, one of us is on TV. But when you think about it in regards to how many cast members you're still one out of you know so bouncing back to us kind of being part of that campaign the significance of seeing black love more in the limelight on tv or in music and entertainment and why do you think that is important for the young ones to be able to see that i feel like it's important you know like when i was talking about the hype thing like obviously i feel like i'm already cool and i'm happy in myself but again seeing another fellow tall woman still excites me and still makes me feel even better about myself is the same is the same way i feel about black love and seeing black couples and black families like it runs so deep it's it's kind of scary like to as to why you know, there's not many black families together and the whole connotation around black dads and dads not being around, even there's so many black dads around. But um, basically, I just feel like, yeah, we you need to see it to know it's possible. It's so sad, like, I feel like even as a black woman, there's this always this conversation when they're talking about black men. Oh, um, does he like black women? I don't really hear mm. any other race talk about stuff like that. And I find it so weird. Like, and even to, in a, to a point, like, sometimes if I say stuff, people are like, well, you're, you're Miss Banks. Like, of course, like, someone's chatting to you or they like you. They don't even look at me as, like, just a part of a normal black girl. Yeah. Mm. It's dehumanising. Yeah. Definitely. So I feel like it's, representation is important because you need to know it's possible. It's like, I could have a dream and say, I, say I want to be the number one female in, in the UK. I want to be number one on the charts but I've never seen another black woman before me do it. I'm probably still gonna believe, but it's gonna be hard. Whereas if mm. someone's already achieved that before me or I achieve it, the next girl after me is gonna find it much easier because she's already seen it. So mm. I just feel like we need to see more black love and we need to see it at the forefront because we need to give our young people hope. There's definitely black men out there that love black women. There's a lot, mm. but um, you know, people just don't really know or they're still kind of stuck in a older mentality or they see the other negative stuff is being put at the forefront. So I feel mm-hmm. like the representation is definitely important so the younger black kids know that you know there's black love we love each other and yeah we're, we're making it work i think it's key man i think it's key because um ultimately what you see is what you're able to look up to do you feel me um a lot of kids that have aspirations they come from 
the things that they can visualize. Do you feel me? We're all very visual beings. When we can visualize something in our minds, then we can have it. Do you know what I'm saying? But I feel like in the black community, especially, um, we're only ever seen as entertainers, literally, um, being able to provide service. That's it. Regardless of how you, as an athlete, me, I'm, you know, they'll, they'll look at me the same way as an entertainer, as um, a musician. They'll look at you as an entertainer. They look at us for our bodies, what we look like. Do you feel me? Rather than knowing that there's so many different aspects and we go, we're, we're so much deeper than what is a lot of the time perpetuated out in, in, into the public eye. You feel me? And I don't know, like for me, it's, it's, it's a bit frustrating. And that was part of, you know, this whole thing when I was seen on Love Island as being a, a good guy, this, that, whatever. In my head, I'm like, man, most of the guys I roll with are like just like me. Do you feel me? Most of the people who I grew up with are just like me. They move the same way. So it's not that there's a lack of um, lack of good men, good black men out there, but it's just, okay, what are you seeing? What are you pushing to the forefront? Do you feel me? Um, and it's like a vicious cycle because what people are buying into isn't the stuff that we need to be buying into. It's not the stuff that's helping push us forward. It's just not. But at the end of the day, how can you tell someone not to push that if that's what's making money? It's a, it's a mad, it's a very, very, very deep, it's deep. It's very, very deep. Um, and it's something that it means a lot to me. And I don't speak out about it a lot because I don't like getting into dumb arguments. To, mm. to just be very, very simple. I just don't like arguing about dumb shit. Like, it's just, there's too much important stuff and too much big issues going on. But it's something that definitely, I don't know, it, it means a lot. It means a lot to me. Yeah, definitely. I think representation is key. And I think it's important for us to be able to have that voice. In our circles, we have platforms where we can vocalise the things that are important to us. And I'm just going to kind of rally it round. And I wanted to kind of get some advice from you guys. Because me, I'm single, Yeah. I'm also looking for love. Yeah, so we're going to use this platform. Maybe maybe, maybe I'll find a man at the end of this podcast series. But, <laughs> Ovi, one of the things that I love on your socials is when you do your dilemmas because some of those relationship <laughs> dilemmas that come into you are just, just so wild. So I'm going to fire some questions at you guys and hopefully you guys, we can bounce back and maybe we can provide the people with some advice, yeah? So between the two of you, what do you think is the biggest lesson you've learned from loving yourself when it comes to looking for love? Basically, I I feel like when looking for love and loving yourself, I feel like you need to know your boundaries and know what you won't accept. And when you see red flags, take them for what they are because that thing that you're ignoring in the beginning might be the reason why you leave in the end. Really know your know your worth, like, and people are going to treat you how you allow them to treat you and how you treat yourself. So have them boundaries, know your limits, and if someone isn't cutting it or they're not respecting it, leave it be. I think that's important. Mm-hmm. Tell them to close it up. So, Ovi, if you responded to this on one of your dilemma posts, what would you say? I would say the the self love is is huge, you know, because self love is is what tells you who you are. That's what and that's what you subscribe to. You allow other people to treat you how you see yourself, really, you know. And it's this whole thing, you know, for for a man looking for a woman, you have to be uh, you have to be a husband before you meet her. Do you feel me? The woman, you must be a wife before someone puts a ring on your finger. It's not when all of a sudden there's a ring there that you turn into a wife. No, 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 no. It's your character. It's your character. And it's the same, and, it's the, and, it, and it goes the same both ways. And that comes back to 
um, loving yourself and, and holding yourself to a high standard. Because once you hold yourself to a certain standard, then you won't, you won't accept any less. You know, the Queen mm-hmm. of England will never go anywhere and act like less than the Queen, regardless of what people call her or if anyone knows her face. It's just who she is. And that's all she's able to relate to. She can only bounce back and forth with someone that treats her as such. Do you feel me? Mm. Um, so that that's where the, the self-love thing is, is deep and how important it is to get. Do you guys feel like you need to have it all together? Because I feel like sometimes when you're talking about dating, you know, like a girl might be like, oh, he, he has to have this and earn this and drive this car and this and that. But even from a personal perspective, like even for per, and me talking personally, I'm like, okay, I want to make sure that I'm in the right mental mind space to date. I want to make sure that I'm the best version of myself I can be so that I can give that person the best version of myself. Do you feel like you have to have it all together? Because sometimes I feel like we can be hard on ourselves to feel like we need to have A, B, C, D, E, F, G in place before we now open ourselves. Or do you just think that we can kind of you, you you adapt as you grow or as you meet the person, you adapt and grow? I feel like, I do feel the pressure sometimes. I feel the mm. pressure to be like on point and be not so much perfect, but be near enough. Um, It's so weird because I don't remember feeling like this before, but of recent, I guess obviously I have my own goals in my life as well that I want. Um, and I, I, before I used to think, oh, you know, I want to get my new house, get my new rent. When I get this, then mm-hmm. when a man comes, he's going to know I'm already set. Like, you can't really do nothing for me. Just treat me right. I don't need your bread. Do you know what I mean? But in the same breath, I, I do understand and know that I'm worthy of love in the position I'm in now. I'm still in a great position, mm-hmm. you know, but it's just, I guess there's always that thing in me that wants more. And sometimes I do always feel like, yeah, I'm going to achieve this before this happens. But you can't even love is a crazy thing you don't know when it's gonna even come Mm. in so i guess you have to learn to know that you are still worthy even if you haven't reached certain goals yet because you're always going to have new goals and want to do more and get the bigger yard and the bigger car and whatever to be let me be honest me i've fallen into that trap do you know what i'm saying i've fallen into that trap let me just be honest and not start waffling here you know (laughs) And, and and it just comes from being an ambitious person do you feel me mm. me what what i the potential i see in myself and what i want to achieve and and the things i want to be able to do for people around me uh it, you know it's something that will, will never end you know and that's something that i'm i'm at a point now where i do understand that it's more so about being in a mindset of of growth you know as long as in your mind you're saying you want to be better today than you were yesterday and tomorrow you want to be better than you are today that's that's being in that place that's when you're able to um i think go on this journey with someone else because at the end of the day it's, it's a journey it's not that okay you'll reach one point you'll be good in everything in your life and now you marry and that is the the final level of the game no it don't work like that you get married and, and it's a journey from there you know you mm. go from from level 10 back to you go to level one of the second stage you get mm. um so yeah, it's just being in, I think it's just being in the right mind frame, like you said, more so than being set. One thing I wanted to kind of pick on is like having that confidence to move on after you've been hurt in a relationship. Because sometimes you can come into your new relationship with with with, with excess baggage, 32 kilos, they have the sticker on the suitcase saying overweight. Yeah, overweight. So what, what are some of the things that you think 
we can do so that we don't take our excess baggage into our new relationships. Hey. Let's get to the gist, guys. Hey. We didn't come here to play games. No, we didn't come we here to didn't. play games. Yeah, we didn't come here to play games, yeah? Because you know when you're checking your man's phone when he's sleeping? We know all the tricks mm. of the trade, yeah? When your man is sleeping, you'll be checking his phone, you'll be in the DM, you'll be listening to the voicemails. We know all of that. But oh. how... Obviously, insecurities are a massive part of relationships. So, how do you make sure that you're not taking your excess into your new, into your, into your new relationships? Are you hearing the word play? Excess <laughs> bombs, <laughs> bombs. Jesus is Lord. Irene, I didn't know that Sunday. Yeah, how do you free the? How do you free excess, the excess? I, I have my views. I can have my views, where you guys can chime in. Yeah. I think that similar to what Banks said earlier is that you have to have relationship values. Once you have values and your kind of tick points and not values in terms of, okay, he must drive this. I mean, like grounded values, like who is he as a person? How does he treat you? How does he treat his family? How does he treat his friends? Like things like that, I think will help you solidify that person's character. Because I feel like if someone's showing you and being transparent with you, you're not going to think other things. I think it's when you haven't maybe fully healed and done the work on yourself that sometimes you might serve the same dessert spoon to everybody. So I think 50-50, part of it is doing the work on yourself to build your confidence and feel like you can open yourself again. But also the other 50 is knowing that you need to allow for the trust to build and you need to base base how you're going to react on what that person's character and values are showing you. Those are my thoughts on it. Banksy, you move. <laughs> I totally agree with you. <laughs> I feel like the best way to heal is just to give yourself time. Do you know what's so mad? I, I've been single for a long time, but I only truly healed this year. Only, mm. like. And I still feel like I would still just take my time, gingerly just be moving because... First of all, like I said, lockdown, I feel like it gave me a lot of time to reflect. And I realised I was so busy working, 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 working. I didn't actually really heal. I didn't. I just forgot about it and moved on. Mm. Yeah, I suppressed it. And I felt like, oh, I've left the situation. So I've done what I needed to do. I'm good. But it took so much more work after that. Because even after the fact, I feel like I was still attracting similar men. Because I just wasn't past it. And I wasn't seeing... Obviously, I do see the red flags now, thank God. Because I haven't been in another situation since. But I feel like, you know, I wasn't too far removed from it. Because I hadn't really done the work inside. So um, I would just say, give yourself time, realise where you went wrong or the or the red flags or, or how you could have reacted better and just like, um, yeah, avoid that in the future. I feel like that's, that's the best way to not take your excess baggage into a new situation because one thing, once you go through something really bad and you see it for what it is, you notice those same actions straight away in the next person. So when you see these things now, it's not something you're going to push to the side and think it's a minor or, you're, you know, you're going to make sure that you check that and get out of it. I personally, I don't have time to waste no more. And um, going back on like what Ovi said out of like love and out of loneliness, like not to get too into things, but like I don't really, it's going to take a lot for me to be with a guy again and be like, like intimate. I feel like there's certain steps I used to make getting into relationships where I didn't do the right 
CRBs, should I say, not with other people, but with the person. I didn't really get to know them fully before I got involved, like intimately. And now we're attached and now I'm ignoring certain things because, you know, I want you around and, you know, I want to see you. Like, no, I'm not doing any of that no more. Like, I need to get to know someone fully before I let them in any type of way. So I feel like, yeah, the best way is just giving yourself time to heal and like, see where you went wrong in your last relationship, seeing the red flags and not ignoring them in the future. Because I feel like when you get to know someone properly and you really, yeah, you really listen to them and, and see what their relationship is like with their family, see how their, their mindset is, see, like, find out what they believe in. Do you not believe in the same type of things? Are you compatible? You're you're more likely to make the right decision and, and there's more of a chance for you to be with that person for a longer time. So just open your eye. Mm. We're open in the church service. Well. We're, we're in the church service. I'm, I'm, I'm clapping my hands. I'm stamping my feet at the altar. Come and give us some deliverance here, Ovi. We're, we're passing the Bible to you. Give us the next yeah. sermon. I think it's, you know, for me, there's two key things, uh, you know, that you need to do. The first thing is, obviously, you, you want to be around your friends and stuff. You want to be around good people. Um, especially if you're dealing after a breakup, it's a tough one. You want to be around people who are going to comfort you. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, Because they're going to say the things that will make you feel better or they're going to try and say the things that will make you feel better. But then more so importantly, after that, there needs to be a period of time once the emotions have sort of calmed themselves for you to be able to reflect. Do you know? Because if you go into a next relationship without a period of being able to reflect once your emotions are back, at a neutral state, you're not going to learn the lessons. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's being able to take lessons from past relationships that always make them worth it. Do you feel me? But, you know, when when you first uh, break up with someone, everything in your head, when the person goes through your head, you're either angry or you're emotional or you're sad. There, there, there's a heightened emotion that's attached to you thinking about that situation. So, therefore, you're not able to think clearly and you're not seeing lessons. Do you know what I'm saying? So, now... It, it it becomes that bit more painful because you're then, you know, part of you's maybe like, oh, I've wasted this amount of time with this person or this person did this and we were together for this long rather than looking at it from a standpoint of, okay, now you're thinking back clearly, you know, the emotions are back down and you're like, okay, but what can I learn from it? What was good? What would I want to take from this relationship moving forward? And what do I want to leave behind? Because regardless of how you want to think about every relationship, there's always something that was good that you'd want to take. And then, you know, there's always stuff that's bad that you don't want to take. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's being able to see the lessons that will always make you feel like, okay, one, you're moving forward. Two, you're right on time. Everything's happening on schedule. And three, everything will happen when it's supposed to. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm, the universe will provide. You see, you provide the them. You're coming with the gems. We love that. <laughs> So I'll just to round up, guys, what date and advice would you give to someone? Just a one-liner from each of you. Be confident. Be yourself. Yeah, that's it. I was going to say in smiles, but don't smile. You might look crazy if you try. <laughs> give that. You might look a bit mad. Just be confident. Be yourself. That's it. You see, smiles might not be everybody. Do you know what I'm saying? You're going to have people doing the mad thing. Twitching. Yeah. I think that I think you hey Miss Banks has done it she's clocked it that's it you be yourself when you're yourself and you're confident and you're yourself fully without without filter just be who you are you'll attract the person who's right for you if you're being anything but yourself 
okay, maybe you'll get the one that you think is attracted to you, but they're attracted to what you're portraying. Oh my gosh, thank you so much, Ovi and Miss Banks. Like, I feel like you guys have taken us to church today and just really given us the real gist of the things that we needed to know. Thank you, guys. Honestly, whoa. Make sure that you guys are keeping up with the hashtag my love is black love and make sure you're following at Bumble underscore UK to keep up with everything in regards to this podcast. Tune in for next week's episode out next Thursday on iTunes and Spotify and make sure you download the Bumble app so that you can make the first move and try out some of the tips that Ovi and Miss Banks gave us today, guys, because you know we need to be focused. We're looking for love and we're going to find it. Speak to you soon, guys. I'm Irene TTYA. We out. We out.